0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good Hey, hey, hey. My camera on. There we go. My camera on. Good morning. Hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Can you guys see me? Yeah, right. Can can you guys hear me, dog? It's Santi. Can you hear me? Yes. All right, all right. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, there you go, my video's on now. There you go. All right, well, good morning, guys. Um, I was trying to get a cool little background, but I don't know why my computer's not working with me today, but whatever. Moving on. Hope everybody had a Great, great, great weekend. Welcome to our Blake Group's Monday morning conference call. My name is Doug Blake, senior partner, president of the Blake Group. Um, If you guys are in a position too, if you're not driving, please, if you could turn your camera on. Let's all see each other. I want to make sure you're paying attention so I can call you out and pick on you. Just kidding. I I don't know if you're Turn your camera on, please go ahead and <laughs> turn your your cameras on so we can see each other. I appreciate it greatly. So let's go ahead and get going, guys. Welcome to Monday morning. Um, a lot of great stuff that we got to go over today. I'm going to go ahead and mute everybody. But as you guys all know, you're able to unmute yourselves if you'd like to participate in today's call. And we encourage everybody to participate as much as possible. So let's go ahead and real quickly get into the announcements. Um Not a lot going on this week. Um, Lead orders, of course, folks, are due every single Wednesday. I do recommend that you get your lead orders to your manager um, as early as possible or on the Blake Group website um, as all of our leads and how we distribute them are in first-come, first-served basis, okay? Thursday, production report is due. Our weekly scorecard is due every Thursday, And then this Friday, we have our Fired Up Friday, the Blake Group Agency Meeting. Um, Same time, same channel that you guys are all on right now. I'm starting at 830. However, this one will go a a little bit longer. We'll probably go closer to 10 o'clock as we celebrate the month end, um, celebrate all that good stuff, all the new um, promotions and, and all just, you know, just a great time for everybody. Oh, there we go. Now I got my background (laughs) was hiding Um, and all that fun stuff. Go over some great topics. I got a great meeting lined up for this Friday. You guys will enjoy it. So looking forward to seeing you all there. Invite your friends. Bring your friends, guys. Bring your friends. We're going to go live on Facebook also for our meeting on Friday. So invite some friends. Last week we had, or last month we had over 100 people on. So let's try to double it up and make it 200, folks. Why not? Why not? Lead replacements, folks, um, I sent out some notes, but I just want to kind of reiterate this to everybody. Number one of where you should be requesting any lead replacement. Um, on our the Blake Group website under active agents, there is a spot to request a lead credit or replacement. And I had updated um, that website with a few extra things just to make it a little bit more clear, as well as the lead replacement guidelines. So I want to let you guys know that we have three Main qualification for lead replacements, okay? One, current policy holder. Now, what I want you guys to understand about this current policy holder, that is it only counts if the lead has a current active policy. If the policy has been lapsed or canceled and they called in one of our TV commercials, this is no longer um, replaceable. If they're over 85, of course, we will not, uh, we can't do anything with that. So we will replace that lead. Um, Same household within 30 days which also includes that same lead or household being assigned to another agent or a duplicate lead. Um, Now folks know that this must be verified, not just say, hey, you know, so on and so forth or this, that, and the other, we will verify that. So don't get upset if it comes to find out that what the customer told you is not accurate. And then lastly, all replacements and credits must be submitted within 30 days of the lead order being placed purchased on leads away or emailed on Facebook. Okay. So don't sit on these leads for 60 days and then try to request a credit. I posted all these guidelines on the Blake group website. So that'll all be there. So you can reference that. You don't have to write it down or take pictures. It will be all there. So get used to that stuff, guys. I appreciate it. We'll save yourself time, energy, and money. March Madness. We are into the final four for that trip, that weekend trip to the Florida Keys, and we got Andrew Davis versus Nick Chirac. I know Nick is, uh, I don't know where the hell he was working this weekend, but oh my God, did he write some business. Oh, going up against Andrew. um, As we all know, Andrew holds the company record for most production in one week. Okay, 37,000, so you can never count him out. And then, of course, we got Todd Bradford first happy day todd verse day going head to head to see who will make it to the final good luck to everybody congratulations to everybody so far what a fun little contest that we had um, great job to everybody let's root on and talk some smack for the last couple of weeks in this little contest okay our commission promotion guidelines folks there it is you know study it know it know where you got to go know what your next step is folks Last month, we had over 16 promotions just last month, and we're looking to get more and more every single month. I love this. I love how clear it is. There's no questioning it. If you want to get to the next level, here's how you do it. I'll are my folks. Another reminder, too, to get your passports. We have over two dozen qualifiers just right here within the Blake Group. Time is kind of ticking down the last couple days. Um, please note, folks, that if you do want policies to issue okay the for this month you must get a live check any initial withdrawals or anything written over the telephone even if it's asap unless it's a credit card will not count for this month so credit card business and live physical paper checks is the only thing that will count this month also please note that the third of the month is on a saturday is on a saturday which means ssi and all that stuff will be deposited into the senior's account on the 2nd on Friday. So make note of that. Get your passport. Sorry for being all over the place, but just remembered a couple of things there, guys. Sorry. And our Rolex club and six-figure income ring. Our jewelry, folks, a couple of requirements for this. One Rolex club, $150,000 in a year, calendar year, or two fifty. You get two Rolexes if you're a group. A manager, $1.8 million, and the only other requirement in addition to the production is an 85% or greater fourth-month persistency. And basically what that means, guys, is that no more than 15% of you or your group's business can fall off the books within the first four months of it being generated. And then the Blake Group, six-figure income rings, one requirement, one only. That 1099 has to say a six-digit number before the decimal place, not after the decimal place, before it, and you get a beautiful, beautiful Blake Group ring. Okay, top five production last week, folks. What an amazing week. We did $257,000 of group production. Congratulations and thank you to everybody that played a part in that. It's an amazing, amazing number. I remember not that long ago when we were doing that in a month and we're doing it in a week and it's all because of the hard work of all you guys. So thank you. Number five spot was Miss Joanne with 10,803. Shingai fourth with 10,000, 11,000, sorry, 374. We had Day, um, 11,736. Andrew, number two with 15,630. And then Nick Chirox, 24,730 and 15. And man, we had a lot of people that did over 5,000. Bianca, Todd, Zoe, Dana, Matthew, Carmen, Jennifer, Kiki, Lynn, Dina, Chris, Marvin, Dean, Amiro, and Lance all did over 5,000 last week. And we're all wondering how they do it, folks. It's right there. We remind you every day they follow our system. 20 leads a week at minimum. First house, first call, 9 a.m., work until dark 30. 15 presentations at minimum, and they call their managers often, very often to the point of annoyance. Yes, we appreciate, we want to be annoyed by you guys. Please annoy us, call your manager a lot. It's up there for a reason. So that's how they do it, folks. They follow that consistently. And what I want to start by talking about today was just commitment, you know? Commitment guys is, I I think it's just about everything. You know, it is everything. If you want to be on that leaderboard, you have to make a commitment to the system. That you have to do what you said and what you sought out to do long after that mood that you set it in has left. You know, we've all woke up not feeling like doing what we know we got to do every day. We've all, you know, knew we had to go to the gym. We didn't really feel good, but we had, you know, you got to do what you know you have to do, folks, even when you don't feel like doing it. And you got to see it through, knowing that every single day, if you make that commitment to being a better person, a better agent, then you'll be better. But we cannot get frustrated along with the process. I was speaking to an agent the other day on a mentorship call. And, you know, I said, man, here's what we got to do. You know, they say, how do you eat a horse, right? One bite at a time. So what we got to do is if you want to be better than every single day, you got to make a commitment to be to focus on one thing and be a little bit better at it. And then the next day, focus on maybe that same thing again or something different and try to be that little bit better. And if you make a commitment to yourself to be a better agent and a better person, right, than you were the day before, at the end of the week, you'll be seven times better At the end of the month, 30 times better. At the end of the year, 365 times better than you were at the beginning of the previous year when you first made that commitment. How could you lose? Folks, how could you lose if you fully make that commitment and you stay consistently doing the things that you know that you need to be doing even when you don't feel like it? Commitment's a big word that we throw around a lot, folks, but I think it's one of the most important things in someone's success, regardless of what you're doing. Sales, marriage, being a parent, a friend, a son, a daughter, whatever the case may be. You know, having that, that, that commitment to the process is the most important thing. Without it, nothing else really happens. So it kind of brings me to what I wanna talk about today, which is objections. You know, folks, this is this is our business right here. That one word, this sums everything up, objections. And if you're not comfortable with it, it's only because of one reason, is because you're not good at it. I mean, most people gravitate away from sales because of that word right there, because they're so fearful of objections. I've seen people, folks, I've trained so many people over the years. You have no idea. And, you know, it's so funny when you get a new agent come on board and I was one of these people, so, you know, but they just refuse to get on the phones. They'll do anything, anything. I mean, anything to not go on the telephone and start dialing. They'll do anything to not go out there and start knocking on those doors. They'll do anything. They'll make any excuse. My dog died. My flat tire in my car. My leads got wet, it's raining, I got no umbrella. You know, I got to read this 30 page contract first. I got to da, 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 I got whatever, whatever the case may be. Don't make every excuse, but to take that next step and go to work. And it's because they're fearful of objections and not knowing how to overcome them. So I'm going to try to get through this today. And if we don't pack everything in, I'll pick up a little bit on Friday also, but I'm sure throughout the week all the managers on this call will be able to pick up wherever it is that I left off. So we're going to try to teach you guys some strategies today in how to overcome objection. Okay, and I'm going to take this, folks, right out of our new agent training. Can you guys see that? The objections on the screen? I just want to make sure because I switch screen share. Someone give me a thumbs up or a nod, something. Yes. yes. Thanks, guys. Okay. So I'm going to teach you guys about objections today. And the first thing, I'm a, my screen's over here, so I'm gonna be looking a little bit sideways here, so excuse me for that. So the very first thing, folks, and there's a, these are a couple of secrets to objections, a couple of prefaces that I want all of you to know. Number one is we have to know and understand the difference between a complaint and an objection. Huge difference. A complaint is just something that they say They don't really mean it. An objection is actually what's stopping them from either making the decision or moving forward. Let me give you an example of a complaint. I don't remember, I'm, I'm all taken care of already. I don't have any money. That's really expensive. Those are just complaints, folks. Those are not real objections, but we tend to handle those things as objections when they're merely a complaint and then we wonder why we can't overcome it because it's fake. It's not real. Okay. So we got to know the differences we talk about walking into a department store. Hi, sir. Can I help you? No, thank you. I'm just looking. That's a complaint. That's not an objection. Okay. And know that an objection should never, ever, ever stop you from moving forward and making that sale An objection should never take you off track. Again, when you handle, a mere complaint as a valid objection, you validate that complaint and you make it into something that's not even real. And then when you try to resolve it, or even if you do resolve it, you still can't close the deal because it's not real. It's not the real objection. We have to know also that the most dangerous objection is the one that they never tell us, the unspoken one. And why don't they tell us this? We got to understand that they don't tell us this because they know if they do, then we got them. Now they're going to have to close. Now they're going to have to buy a meme because they're scared about telling you what the real objection is because you're going to be able to make sense of it. Just like you're scared sometimes to handle objections because we're scared that they're going to give us one that we're not going to be able to overcome. No, folks, and I, This is true, guys. I'm telling you it's true. No matter what they tell you, there is only one objection and only one and never more than one. Even if they tell you others, there is only one objection and there's never more than one. And lastly, folks, you must probe and probe and probe. Know that it's going to get hostile sometimes. You're going to have to really have some serious conversations with these people, man. You're going to have to dig really deep. You can't be satisfied with one word answers. You can't expect to ask them one question and then all of a sudden they tell you everything. We got to probe and probe until we find that one true objection. Okay, so the first thing that we need to be doing, folks, is when we hear an objection or whatever, because we don't know if it's a complaint or it's a real objection. Sometimes people will just tell you the real objection right up front. But what we need to do is we need to treat it like a complaint until we further validate it to be true. Okay, we we disagree with it. No problem. Okay, we must validate the object. That's how we figure it out. Okay, I just like, I love just ignoring it. You know, and if it keeps coming up, and keeps coming up, then you know that there may be some truth to it. But you'd be surprised, folks, how many, how many people, more people you'll be able to close if they were to tell you, man, I, I don't have any money. That's okay, Miss Jones. Just you know, I'm not here for your money today. I'm just here to go over all the information with you. You just keep moving on. You know, I never I never buy anything. I'm you know, I'm I'm not gonna do anything today. I know, Miss Jones, I know, don't worry about it. I'm right there with you. I would never expect you to do anything right now, anyways. And you just move on. That, that that objection never, ever, ever, ever comes up again, ever. But then what happens to some people is we'll put so much emphasis on those little complaints and we make it this huge deal when it's not and it becomes a big issue. So ignore it. You must be a master, folks. Remember, just like anything, we got to make that commitment to being a master at overcoming objections. But we also have to know that there's going to be objections when you hear objections in the greeting or when you're prospecting, right? Is different than when you hear something in closing or in the application process. So we also not only have to hear the objection, validate the objection, we got to understand where it's coming from and when it's happening because they're all different and how you approach each and every one of them are going to be different depending on which stage in the sales process that it occurs, Right? Would you guys agree that if someone were to tell you that 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 they got to think about it in, you know, in the beginning is a lot different than at the end, a lot different. You know, so we got to understand that. So so, hey, you know, you call your manager next time and they're like, hey, what do you say when someone says they got to think about it? Well, when is it coming up? How are they saying it? What happened all the way up until that point? You know, objections and how to overcome them, folks, it's not a one-size-fits-all. all they are going to be different for everybody. Now, we have some of these strategies, you know, to try to figure out if the objection is valid and how to overcome it. But before we even get into all that, you guys got to understand is you got to be ready to have a good conversation with these people. You can't be scared of it. Don't back down. It might get tough. But it's Okay. (laughs) So we got to commit to being a master, take full responsibility for each objection. We have to define what an objection is and what an objection is not, identify where the objection takes place, prepare each objection until you can actually predict what's going to happen, right? Master each objection until you can handle it. And then we got to do this, folks. we got to work on objections every single day. <clears throat> so there's types of objections. There's internal objections. These are things that you actually say to yourself. There's external. These are things that the customer says to you. There's valid. This is the objection. There's valid, but there, this is the objection, but it won't keep the customer from buying. There's invalid, which is not the real objection. Maybe a complaint. There's spoken. So they actually told you the objection and it could be valid. or could not be. It could be invalid. Depends. We don't know yet. Or the spoken, the unspoken, meaning you have not heard the objection. So we also have to determine which one of these are. Now I know it sounds really complicated, but trust me guys, it isn't. So an objection defined as a reason or argument offered in disagreement, opposition, refusal, or disapproval, the act of objecting, opposing, or disputing, a ground or a cause for objecting, a feeling of disapproval, dislike, or disagreement. That's what an objection is, sometimes a feeling. Kind of same thing. We'll just skip this. We'll keep going because I want to make sure we get through all this. So, folks, here's the seven steps in determining the objection if it's valid, if it's invalid, and really just kind of truly how to overcome it. Okay. So, step one, we got to listen. They make a statement. They say something. You're just listening, and here's how you listen, guys. It's that simple. It's that easy. You just listen. Okay. You may even want to say some things like, "Let me write this down, folks." I always had a notepad. I don't know why even when I'm on the phone I would always for some reason just ask for permission to write things down. I don't even know why I did it, but I did it every time. I don't know why I still do it to this day. Write things down. Tell them. Okay, tell me. I got it. What else? Tell me more. Thanks for sharing. Tell me everything. See folks, you got to get them talking. You got to get them talking. You got, And how do you get that? By asking questions, get them involved, okay? So step one, you hear an objection, just listen to it. Step two, acknowledge. You're right, I agree with you, right? So step one, listen. Step two, we're agreeing. I could see that. I'm in total agreement. I feel the same way. I get it. I'm not buying anything today. I understand, I agree with you 100%. It's that simple. First two steps are done. You listen and you agree. You acknowledge and agree. It's that easy. Now, I'll ask you guys a real quick question. Somebody of yourself, what do you think the purpose of acknowledging and agreeing to that objection is? Why do we do it? To show them that you're listening and paying attention. Absolutely. Any other reason? So they trust can the hand card. over control. Right? Anything else? No trust. Drop their charge. guard. Anything else? Validate. Validate their concerns. Validate their concerns. Make yes. a friend. Yes. To dig, to dig deeper. To dig deeper. Yes. Anything else? To get them to trust you so they'll Yes. Anything else? How about to make them relaxed? You know, how about you you agree with when you what what happens when you agree with somebody, guys? You got to remember this when you agree with somebody, like you're it's all the things that you guys just said, it's all that plus it gets them relaxed and get them chill. Like, okay, this guy's not going to beat me up too bad. Like, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, he agrees. Yeah. Okay. He's not going to bring out the swords today. This is a cool dude. I like this guy. I like this girl. You know, it gets them relaxed. So we listen, we agree. And then we isolate. Okay, what, besides that, besides the fact that you got to think about this, and in fact, I totally agree with you. In fact, the last thing that we're gonna do is rush into anything. What else is there? Is there anything else? Now don't say that's keeping you from buying today, but I want you, because we want people to make a decision. Yes or no, that's all we care about. Yes or no. Is there anything else? that's stopping you or holding you back from making a decision today? Anything else? What else bothers you? Do you have any other reason for not moving forward? Is there any other concerns? If I can solve just that one thing, would there be anything else? They might tell you more things. I did an exercise with Jennifer the other day. Um, She, we were talking about a customer not willing to give the banking information. And she told me that she's just not comfortable giving the banking information. Okay, perfect. Great. I'm right there with you, man. What else is there? She told me the price was an issue and that she had to think about it. And I kept, Okay. What else? What else? Keep That's it. That's it. Those three things. So, so it's, you don't, the banking information, the price, and the fact that you got to think about it. Now, of those three things, folks, which one do you think is the most important one? Do you think it's, they don't trust you with the banking? Do you think it's the price or they got to think about it? Which one do you think it is? The price. The price every time. So now they finally said it. I know what the objection is. Now I know how to handle it because I know that if the price is right, they don't have to think about nothing. And all of a sudden they trust me. It's crazy how that works, right? But we got to isolate. We got to find out. Remember, there's only one objection, true objection. There might be 45 different complaints that they tell you, but there's only one true objection. And we got to figure out which one that is. So step one, we listen. Step two, we agree, we acknowledge it. And then step three, we isolate it. Is there anything else? Is there any other reasons? List them, I'm gonna list them. Write everyone down, don't stop them. Don't try to overcome them yet. We are listing and finding out, is there any other reason? Step four, we validate. By telling them, hey, there's gotta be something else. So what's your real objection? So when you say that, you know, the price is too much, what do you really mean by that? You know, why do you say that? What's your real objection? There's gotta be something else. There's gotta be something else. I can't just be that, there's gotta be more. We're trying to figure out if that objection is real. Now folks, I want you to understand one thing. If you just say these five questions, you don't have to say all of them, these are just examples it's not just going to fix itself what they say next and what you say next is what determines you know kind of how farther and how deeper down that rabbit hole that you need to go okay validate that objection remember we want to find out what that true one objection is determine what type it is is it internal external valid invalid what type of objection is it make them explain dig deeper when you say that you don't give your banking information to anybody over the telephone you know, what do you really mean by that? Can you explain a little bit further? Is there been a, a, a time in the past, um, you know, because someone has these objections and these roadblocks because something happened somewhere at some time, which is causing them to feel this way? That's where the trust is not. It's not with you. It's with the bad experience that they had in the past. Ask them to talk about it. You know, and they, what would happen? You know, probably is because they had some subscription to some company somewhere, some fly-by-night company that they couldn't even, probably even make it, talk to a customer service person to even try to cancel if they wanted to cancel, you know what I mean? And I had a bad experience and they said, I'm never gonna do that again. But we gotta show them why our company is so special. Determine the type of objection. And number six, just probably just handle it. Just handle that objection and close, and we got a little handbook on that, okay, that talks about the major objections that you can hear, and you can just kind of go through all those objections. You know, it's not all perfect, folks, meaning these are generic things that, you know, I wanna think about it. You know, Mary, I appreciate you sharing that with me. I'm just gonna go over and get some information to see if you even qualify. You know, it's all textbook stuff, folks. It's like there's a difference between textbook and real life case studies, right? So these are just some starting points, just like a script would be, okay? So what I want you guys to do is spend this week in mastering how to overcome objections. That's our homework. Every single day, forever really, we have to figure out how to overcome objections. I'm sorry we didn't get the role play, but we got the rest of the week to role play. This is a lot of what we're gonna be going over on Friday. Okay, so believe me, if if you still got some questions, we're going to hit you up on this Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday this week at our agency meeting, folks. You will have a much better and clearer understanding of objections by the end of the week. It's 9 a.m., folks. I hope you enjoyed today's conference call. Have a great day. Let's see you right back here again, 8.30 a.m., with tomorrow's Blake Group host to continue this conversation on how to become a master and overcome objections.
1: Thank, Thank you, Doug. very
0: much. Have a great day. You're welcome. Thanks, Thank Doug. You. Thank you, brother. You got it. Thank you, Mr. Blake. Thank you. Bye.